We're live. Welcome, folks, to Timmons Podcast. We got a special podcast here for you. Um, we got a video going. Hopefully, that works. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let me introduce you guys. Well, let me just real quick grow, grow through some business. I got a sponsor. His name is John. Um, he has a podcast as well. It's about adoption, a breakdown, and his adoption story. Uh, I got other podcasts with my dad, the dad cast. I got one with Lincoln called the Tim and Lincoln Show. But this is Tim's podcast, and here are my guests. Welcome, Scott, Joe. How's it going, guys? Good to be here. Good to be here. Great yeah. to be here. And I'm not Joe the dog. So. No, not Joe. The dog. <laughs> Let's get that clear real quick. You guys want to introduce yourself real quick, Scott? Uh, Scott Ingbrecht. You've been uh, on here before. I've been on here before. What number was I on? Do you remember? Oh, man. A couple times. And you did one while we were in Florida. You remember yes. that? So I'm a three-time? Probably. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, you put... I think it was like maybe episode 12 or well, episode I was, 18. I was hoping it'd be like seven because the guy in the previous podcast was, was on... Four. And he was four and mm-hmm. he was born on the 4th. Fourth. Okay. I'm on January 4th. Well... I was born January 7th. Oh, wow. So I was hoping I'd be the seventh... Yes, but I wasn't. I was 12. Yeah, I was born on January 6th. Oh, that's right. I wasn't born on January 6th. No, you weren't. No. <laughs> oh, I have another friend that's born I, on... I was awakened on January 6th. Wow. <laughs> my buddy Doug's birthday is the 6th or 8th. It's like a day before mine. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Joe Mel. Um, I was on one of your originals, like, yeah. back in the back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. Like, it was Both when, of you guys were on. Yeah. <clears throat> back in long... Yeah, we, you came and sat... For a little bit, yeah, we did a quick little podcast. Yeah, upstairs, upstairs. Did we do a podcast upstairs when you came? I think yes. So. Lincoln yeah. was there. Yeah. We had Pad Thai. Oh yeah, that's right. From uh, the Ocean Bruco. Ocean Bruco. That was good. We, we had we had food on this one too. That's crazy. Yeah. I think there's a revolving theme when it comes to Scott. Oh god, Midwest food pimp. Midwest food pimp. Don't <laughs> oh, tell anybody. Yeah. It's a secret. Keep it low key. Hashtag. Yeah, he's Bro. back. Midwest Food Pants back. Uh, we'll we'll see. We tested the waters a little bit. Let's yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Now uh, you're from. You're not. From, you used to be from Goshen. You've never lived in Goshen. I've never lived in Goshen. Yeah. Joe Mel was Goshen to the Bo- T for a long time. Born, raised, lived here for a hot minute. Well, eight years. Yeah. As an adult, uh, had my first kid, second kid technically too. But then we uh, wife got a job in Napanee. It was easier for her, and so. You left God, us. I left you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. I get blamed about it all the time. When are you coming back to Goshen? Yeah. <laughs> to where I used to live. Yeah. You, yeah, so, yeah. Okay. You moved to where Scott used to live. Yes. Scott, you live kind of close there. Yeah. Walkerissa. Yeah. yeah. North side of Walkerissa. Right down the road. Yep. Yeah. A safe place. Yeah. A safe place. Not the ghetto of Goshen. <laughs> <laughs> hey. not, the go- not the Goshen's a ghetto. Just where I'm at is low-key a little bit you have some. You have some people coming on your porch every now and then. Ah, yeah. Every week. This is not the okay. So I was telling the these guys about a tweaker that came and visited my porch. It's not the first time that's happened this month, or no, it's not the first tweaker I had to walk off my porch in July. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. And my parents only live like a mile yeah. from me too. Yeah, but it's it's a long walk for those people who are really tweaking. That's true. <laughs> they they got to be committed. They got to be committed. <laughs> and the drugs are here. And they're not yeah. gonna go over there. Well, I, I will say we were over there the other night, just hanging there having dinner and. Uh, we just hear this, hey, stop, please, like just oh, yell on top of their lungs. And, of course, we're like, what's going on? So we look over, and there's this guy just sprinting down the road no like, from the police. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, and I actually knew the officer chasing him, and so I texted him. I was like, hey, did, did you catch you? the guy? <laughs> He's like, no, he got away from me. No way. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. They're quick, dude. Yeah. Especially when they're on the uh, on the sauce, they are fast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're on, but they, they can be fast. Yeah. <clears throat> that's crazy. 
Yeah, what what block are they in? You don't tell me their address. They're but. they're over by um, the Hispanic Church, Latino Church okay. Library. Yeah, 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 that area. Okay, because yeah, I was I was walking down that street and I saw some signs. One sign was like, "My pledge to peace is I will never own a gun." <laughs> it's like you might want to reconsider that right now because uh, there's police chase happening in right the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. across the street, like a little bit farther down. What? But little did you know they have like some walking like, dead, like yeah. nails through baseball bats. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They have a crossbow. Just, they don't care. They're, yeah. They have crossbows. Yeah. They're just, they don't like guns. Yeah. Got, <laughs> they just like, have all javelin. the other walking dead. They have a full suit of armor with yeah. like a broad sword. Javelin. Yeah. And then across the street, like a little bit farther down, there was a, a thing that says, I'm a religious nut and I stick to my guns. It was like, or something like that. It was like, oh, yeah, I know exactly. The dynamic, what, what was going on right there. It's diversity. It's diversity. It is. That's what the world's about. That's what you know, there's, there's a lot of connections in this room, I just realized. Yeah. Well, I thought about driving over here because I used to work with both of you guys, yep. but not for the same place. Right. Which yep. is kind of weird. Yep. And you live in Napanee. Yep. I was in Napanee. I'm going to live in Napanee. You're, yeah. <laughs> we decided <laughs> and then when we were eating lunch. I, we used to work in Goshen. You're in Goshen now. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of, it's just weird well, how it all. Well, something, something else that's really cool is you were both our original mentor. Yeah. Yeah. That's very oh, true. Oh gosh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh boy. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. Uh, it's a good thing. We're I guess successful. You, I yeah. guess you guys have done pretty well. <laughs> successful is kind of a loaded term, but yeah. yes, you you are. We're you not are. doing bad. Yeah, you you are both doing well, and you both make good incomes. We're not outrunning the police. That's true. Well, that's true. That's that true. you're aware of, right? <laughs> yeah, you you you've you've done pretty well because I I got an idea how well you guys again. do, and you guys do well. I'll tell you what, we're doing pretty. We're doing all right. I'm gonna move the incense. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of getting in my face. It's a rough. I'm sorry. Uh, it smells like Goodwill when there's no incense here. <laughs> <laughs> Musty? Yeah, just... Uh, did you wash the sheets? Or I, did you just straight up hang them? Nah, straight up hang them. Well, that's why. Yeah. Come on, bro. I mean, yeah, but look at the sheets, dude. <laughs> I'd destroy my washer and dryer. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you go to laundromat downtown. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, no, there is a lot of connections. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Well, I got I kind of got my job through. And we have a connection with church. You used to go to our my church. I did. Yep. When you were a little guy, though. I was like middle school. Middle school. Yeah. And I would have been, whatever, 57 at that yeah. time. High know. school, maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd have been older than that. <laughs> That'd have been, what, like 15 years ago, uh, probably? Uh, uh, no, no. 12? Uh, I was, yeah, uh, no, uh, probably 18. Oh, 18. So, yeah. tw- like I said, high school. I'd, I'd been in my 30s, probably. Early 30s. Right out of high early, school. Yeah, <laughs> early 30s. So, it's just kind it of bizarre. It's kind of bizarre how that all works, you know? How We connected Joe through... You and I randomly met. Yeah. It was oh, one of my minor. buddies. One of my buddies was going to be leaving to go out west. Yeah. And we went to the winery downtown to celebrate, like, hey, like this is your last night in Goshen. Let's yeah. go get some... <laughs> let's go have a beer, a couple glasses of wine. Let's have some fun. Yeah. And then we met you guys that night. Yeah, we were hanging out. And we were chilling. And That's so, crazy. yeah, that friend ended up uh, not taking good advice that I gave him that night. And he ended up in the trunk up, thing. He's still, he's still in town. Yeah, that's not left. <laughs> that's not left. I got to admit, the very first time that I not interacted with you, probably 
you was the Good of Goshen series you did, the YouTube mm. stuff, you oh, know? our stuff. Yeah, your yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember watching that. We, I think you were at Digital Hill with me. I was still at, at Digital at Hill. Yeah, it was I a, think right I, before you left. Okay. Yeah. And I remember that. I didn't know you real well, I, yeah. somewhat, but I knew you had this, this buddy, Timon. Like, what kind of name is Timon? <laughs> Timon. <And laughs> then I watched these videos. I'm thinking, oh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. What yeah. are these guys doing? These guys are just doorknobs. Yeah. yeah we and then I got to know you guys and no, they're fine. They're, they're yeah. good guys. I got a lot of reach. Dude, we did get a lot of reach with that. Yeah, we were. I I still get like perks every once in a while. I'll go to Enzo's yeah. and I'll get pizza and he's like, oh, yeah, you're the good Goshen guy. Here's a discount. Oh, <laughs> like, nice. No way. Yeah. He's like, I remember that. Good stuff happens and you know, you yeah. guys are good. So Is Enzo still going? Uh, yeah. It slaps. It's, have you been there lately? I was there like Months ago, maybe? dude, I'm I am obsessed with um, it's a YouTube video series. They have a website too, like the Dead, Dead Mall stuff, oh, you know. Yeah, and yeah. they they videotape it and they go around and get in places that are all dilapidated and stuff. Yeah. I, I find them fascinating. It's kind of fun to watch. And obviously, we have one right in our community. And they they filmed a couple in segments Concord. there. Yeah, Concord. That's so yeah. I remember when it was bumping. Oh gosh. Oh dude. When I was in high school, like. That was the place to go. Really? Yeah, we'd beg our parents. Hey, can we go to Concord? <laughs> oh, I remember that. Concord? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's crazy. My, I beg my wife to go there. I'm like, can we go get Enzo's? Please, you know, can we go get Enzo's? <laughs> you know, my favorite thing about the Concord Mall is, well, right now, <clears throat> in the wintertime, if you don't want to go pay for a gym membership, go to the Concord Mall and just walk that thing. Oh. Yeah. And you could do it for two hours, and you can get, like, 20,000 steps. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people used to do. I remember that. Well, we oh, did yeah. it when Amanda was pregnant. Really? And like we were trying to get that the baby out. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, let's go to the Kagamara. Let's walk. Because it was, she was born in February. So. Yeah. Yeah. When my son Trace was born, we lived on the south side of South Bend, right by the Scottsdale area where Scottsdale mm-hmm. Mall was. Now it's Target, Erskine okay. area there. And so we would, we would take a stroller, walk him over to the mall and just walk around the mall. And Con- I mean, Scottsdale Mall was pretty legit. It was yeah. banging. I mean, back it was in the day. two levels. It was really awesome. They redid it, you know, probably in the early '90s. At some point, it kind of stinks. They tore it down. Yeah. Well, they built University Park, and then yeah, had all the other good stuff. That's starting to die too. Yeah, dude. Have you have you been in there lately? Not, not since the shooting. It was COVID. What shooting? That's yeah, I know. Not right. Thing to say. Um, Went to that uh, flat top grill. Oh yeah, uh, probably the spring. But I didn't go into the mall; I just went yeah. into flat top on the outside. That area, that 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 area is kind of nice. The Barnes and Noble. You got like yeah, you got Barnes yeah. and Noble, flat top, the men's warehouse. I get up there every once in a while. My my son and his wife live up that direction, and yeah. it was probably about a year, maybe a couple years ago. I remember going there. We were we were walking through there. I think it was my one of my daughters and me. And all of a sudden, it just kind of dawned on me, dude, this place is horrible. Like the people there and it's the stores have changed a lot. You know, you know, it's not a, it's not a, like a nice chain store. Yeah. It's some janky cho- tchotchke store. I think you're just now. getting old. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Kinda. <laughs> but you know, the Disney store closed. You sound you know. like the, the, the grumpy old man. Get off my lawn. I can't, I do. Have some of that yeah. I do. That's okay. It's all good. It just it adds to the experience. Yeah. It's a little salt and pepper, you know. People yeah. don't like change. They want to keep things the same. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, things are changing. Yeah. yeah, things are definitely changing. I vibe and change. I love it. I thrive in it. Yeah. Give give me the more change. I'm cool with it. Do you get tired of like the same old, same old? Oh, 
Does that grind you a little bit? Doing like having like the same routine over and over and over. Like there's going to be some, there can be some healthy, nice thing, healthy things that come out of it. And like, I have some routines, don't get me wrong, but the ability to just like change on a dime directions, um, you know, my job allows me to do that. Like I can be content, I can be design, I can be social media, I can be all over, all over the place. Sometimes I got to be on the sales side. Sometimes I got to be on the, the helping the dealer do their marketing, which is just different. Um, so, you know, I'm always pivoting, but like some of my routines, new problems like, to figure out, new things yeah. to, to tackle. But the routines are, you know, you wake up the same time, yeah. family oriented, get home to your kids, put yeah. your phone away, then yeah. hang out with your kids, which then that always changes because it's, do we go to the park? Do we jump on the trampoline? Do we dig holes? Do we go catch frogs? Do we? <laughs> That's exciting. Though. Yeah. So. Yeah. You got some cute kids. They're fun. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah. They are cute. I also, saw, I saw cute. Joe at the fair. Ah, the old with, fair. With his, I guess you're getting wristbands. I'm guessing they're getting wristbands, yeah, and but they wanted dipping dots. Oh yeah, while we waited in line for the wristbands. Yeah. So I can't blame. And them wristbands only takes cash, or dipping dots only takes cash. Oh and yeah, being a millennial, it's not really something I carry. Ah. <laughs> I'm not sure what that word is. Cash. Yeah, cash. I like having lots of cash on me. I don't right now, but I, I like to have it on me even though I don't spend it because it makes me feel like I'm a big baller. <laughs> That's uh, worth uh, it. I like to have the hundred, you know. Uh, I can see this guy has one of those money guns and yeah. he sprays it. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to keep the money. Just having that, you know, say I got a couple hundred bucks in my wallet, you know. And you never know when you're going to make a deal. Like, hey, I want yeah. your 300 bucks right now. Got to make a deal. Yeah, you got to make a deal. You have to do that. Yeah. I like deals. That's what my, my, my uncle always tells me. He calls a rat hole. Yeah. Keep a little money in the rat hole. <laughs> now I will. T- I don't know. It's not. I don't like change. Yeah. I do like my. I like my routine. Yeah. Now within the workday, I like doing a lot of different stuff. Yeah. You know, I do a little bit of kind of localized travel now. I used to fly places quite a bit. Back you know, in the day, that life, but um, which I don't miss. Just booked a flight. Right? Flying's horrid right now. Um, but I like I different stuff. You know, yeah. okay, I'm gonna go. I gotta go to Grand Rapids next week. I'm going to Indianapolis. Got Fort Wayne. Yeah. I, I like. I like the the daily variation of my day. Yeah. But like I get up a certain time, I work out every morning, you know, I do the, I do these things that are just set in yeah. my system. Yeah. And I like, I like, I like that not changing. Yeah. I think they call it the, there's like a, a leadership strategy called like the five S's or something like that. Yeah, it's like sa- set, uh, savers, savers. Yeah. It's like uh, set, sort, it, it's all these different S's that mean. Well, the one guy, find I, I forget routine, his name. Stay he has, organized. Yeah, he has a I podcast. only like two S's, S's. It's called Savers. Savers. <laughs> I forget what it is. So I don't know. I missed that. Na- I was just making Nazi jokes. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get canceled. I hope so. <laughs> you hope so. <laughs> You'll only get famous if you get canceled. That's true. No one's ever going to know. We could say the most vile stuff on here and no one would ever even know it even happened. Oh, someone would find oh, it. I, someone would find it. Who? One you, got, you, got a who? Big, you got a big last name in this area <laughs> with a certain audience type. I, I guarantee. What, what were the numbers on the podcast I was on? Yeah, I'm already a heathen to this area. <laughs> Wasn't really so. that much. No. <laughs> yeah, we got the center over here. Yeah, <laughs> like six, seven. No, nah, it's it's probably like forty, fifty listeners. Hey, we just between the three of us, we have a lot of connections, and then we're connected to who knows what. Yeah, I'm connected to a lot of people just yeah. because I've been doing it long. Not that I'm necessarily good at it, but the people that would listen to this, I could send them links to it. 
Oh, I know. I'm gonna tag. They, tag they, they wouldn't care on Facebook. Like, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm you gonna know. get like another two or three new listeners from this podcast. <laughs> maybe one. Yeah, maybe one. <laughs> That'll be my wife, and yeah. she'll be like, "You're so stupid." <laughs> <laughs> well, to Joe Mel's wife, he's not. He's a he's a catch. Just sometimes. I didn't steal your black shorts. I promise. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I uh, I have Joe in my phone as a bromance because oh. when we were friends. Like that bromance song came out. Do you remember that? It was like 2015. Yeah. You remember that song? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. I say the it. bromance song. Oh my so gosh. Joe's bromance. Yeah. I think I took your spot for a little while. You did. I was so jealous of you. Well, bromancing. <laughs> I'll give it back to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's crazy. Scott's yeah. a cool dad. That's Scott, he is cool like our dad. dad. Yeah. It's cool like our dad, like our work dad. Work dad. Work dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm old enough to be your dad. Probably. I think so. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah. I'm no. I'll be 48 in January. That's only. That's only yeah, so if you had fi- a kid 15 when years older than me. Yeah. I can be a dad of 15. Oh, 100%. If you had a kid when you're 15 and a kid when you're 18. Yeah. It can yeah. biologically it could, happen. Biologically, it could happen. Yeah. Yes. I'm just saying it's it's possible. My dad's like 70, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. How's he doing? That's all He's my dad good. is. My dad's 70. My dad's good. Your dad's 70? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was born early, so. Oh, yeah, got it. That's, funny. that's how old my dad is. He's 70 as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) My grandfather's still alive. My mom's dad, still alive, doing fantastic. Wow, it's great. Wow, doing awesome. Yeah, and then I'm 30 with no kids. (laughs) I'm gonna be 80. Thriving. That is going to change. Keep going. Yeah, you're married now. Someday, accidents happen, bro. Ah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It will happen. Nice. Yeah, I I, want to be a grandfather pretty soon. I'd like to. I don't, that, you're in a good position because your son just got married. Yeah, I don't think Trace just got married. Yeah, <clears throat> like I didn't realize year. that. Yeah, in uh, March. Okay, got nice. married. Yeah, so okay. he's just living the life, man. Yeah, having nice. a great time. Got good. got a fantastic girl, good. woman, woman, girl. Woman. I don't woman. know. Uh, I mean, we'll have woman. to let her decide. Obviously, true. Like, we can't decide for her. That's true. That's true. But yeah, no, it was. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Couldn't couldn't be Trace more happy. Married a wonderful individual. A there wonderful individual. Yeah. 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 Uh, she her. She her. Should we talk about pronouns? How about that. That's not. I have mine in my bio. I know you do. I know what they are. Yeah. What are they? They're on LinkedIn. They're King Chief. King Chief. But only like the good parts of King and only the good parts of Chief. <laughs> I like pronouns. I think pronouns are cool. You can be whatever you want to be. Like I like that. Why, why do we have to be so boxed in? Exactly. You know, I can aspire to be a king and chief. That's what I identify as sometimes. So. In your house, <laughs> on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, <laughs> <laughs> which is bold. They had the option, and they had the option for like some places don't they don't allow you put your own yeah, yeah. you can't, you can't type which that is non inclusive exactly. Yeah, I don't like that at all. So I like to be able to put whatever I want. Like Instagram, you kind of have to do these predefined pronouns. Like there's a certain amount of pronouns. Like there's a certain amount of genders. What is that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it can be whatever. Yeah, you know. So open it up for sure. Let us be our thing. So yeah, King Chief, I like <laughs> it. It may change. Let's see. For the world we live in, I identify as a king and a chief right now, especially when I have to deal with tweakers. I'm like, I'm the king of this place. Get out of here. <laughs> Has anybody ever said any, said said anything to you about that on LinkedIn? Have they said uh, anything like um, said, "Hey, what, what, why do you have a coworker this? say something?" <laughs> I said, "Hey, that's just it's not what I identify. I just tell them exactly." That. Were these coworkers um, questioning why you put that in I there? Just like, this is interesting. Yeah, they were a little questioning, but it's okay. Well, you handled I, I can it. probably guess who they are. And you still have the job. I still so. have the job. Yeah. Yeah. My boss is like Texas. Got it. Was a person. 
know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Texas, if Texas and Florida had a person, yeah, that's him. That's, that's him. Yeah, Got yeah. it. Okay. Dude, he, he is, you know, it's kind of amazing. I look back because I recently went through a job shift. Um, not a different job. It's the same job, but a different status of it. But um, went to a very part-time role, now full-time with the company I'm with now. Um, I've had a lot of good bosses in my life. Mm. It's really, it's kind of bizarre, especially the last several ones um, have been just really great, fantastic. No, no issues, supportive. Um, and they've always been kind of my age too. Yeah, but so we're, nice. you kind of a friendship like there, a you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really, really nice. Had a couple of them that passed away, but that's that the older ones have. So you're in, in sales, right? Yeah. For the most part now, kind yeah. of primarily a little marketing. Uh, not, not really. Uh, I would argue that sales and marketing are yeah, very close together. They're, they're, they're cousins. Well, you're in marketing. I'm in marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And if obviously I have to walk hand in hand. I, I always say if you're a good salesman, you, you have a base level understanding of marketing because you, you marketing is about communication, right? Like yeah. it, when you fundamentally boil marketing down to its finest, you're going to pull out a word that says communication. Mm. And then what value do you bring through that communication? And good sales reps understand that. And that's how they, that's how they communicate the project. Clearly they communicate the needs yeah. of the team. There's no confusion. And then marketing is just, you know, you have this, you have this beautiful cake, which the sales made for us. And then marketing is like dressing it up and making it mm. picture ready. Right. And yeah, so we're that gonna, makes sense. Yeah, I I, I just feel like uh, marketing is like getting out to the people saying this is what we have. Where in the sales is like now let me show you what it really is. You know? I, I would say it's reverse of that actually. Oh really? I would say marketing is like look our sales is like look we have this awesome product and this is why it's awesome. They're going to communicate that more on the personable level. I would say okay. Where because you're the one going you got to call you got to make these phone calls you got to go visit these businesses in person yeah. you know in my world you know in the rv space it's our sales reps are going to our dealerships and if they're prospecting you know they they have to show like hey here's our product and here's why it's awesome yeah and then on my end what i have to do is i have to say like i have to actually give the details of why it's awesome oh like, really really back it up and so and communicate very clearly not only to the dealership but the con to the consumer yeah on you're why it is aiming at two different angles too you're both yeah. a business to business and a business to consumer brand yeah that's interesting yeah so i've only been in business to business i've done some business to consumer that's what minnow travel yeah. was i would say we're all i think business to business is one of those words that's just like it's just thrown out there loosey goosey to yeah. like as an excuse i think we're all b2c because we're all consumers Hmm. Every single person. Like, if you own a business, you're a consumer. Yeah. And so, if we change our mind shift to say, you know what? No, you're a consumer. I'm going to communicate it to you as if you're a consumer. Yeah, consumer, though, is like 7 billion people and businesses are like, you know, it's, it just narrows it down. Yeah, I mean, you got to you like, gotta understand your audience. I'm not saying don't understand your audience. Yeah. I mean, you're still dealing with a human being at yeah. the emotional level. Yeah. And what are human? I mean, we're emotional to the core. What are humans? I don't know. We'll let them decide. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know in 50 years, maybe. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> I think it's kind of a semantics game, too. It is. Yeah, for it's, sure. it's, all, it's all wrapped up in the it, same ball. Yeah, yeah it is. Kind of the same. Well, yeah. I'm doing a lot of marketing yeah. with what I'm doing. I'm emailing and, and like mass emails and putting out stuff on Facebook. and So so I, I would argue that's part of sales. Okay. And I mean, it's part of marketing, too. Don't get me wrong. But marketing is like the path of follow through. 
where sales is like you're sending emails out mm-hmm. and are you doing like 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 email marketing like through con- contact forms and you're doing yeah, ROIs and like all that stuff and yeah so so I mean that's that's the confusing part like sales and marketing walk so close together yeah. and that's why it's so easy for some people just to easily like turn the knob mm, yeah. I feel like so, both yeah. yeah everybody defines it a little bit differently and it could be different when or the yeah you know, where I'm at right the sale is me showing them the product and it's yeah. working that process yep and then for me I feel like marketing is going after and getting new people to to be interested yeah it's it's filling the top end funnel right yeah and sales is that the drip yeah i'm doing all of it yeah yeah it's sales is more of a function of Mm. what you do at the bottom level of things like anchoring costs and and overcoming objections those are all sales functions yeah so when people talk about sales that that's what i think when i think of sales the tactics that you use that's really good like what you just said overcoming objections like that's sales to a t because marketing like we see like you get on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, or TikTok, whatever it is, you see all these comments coming in and it's not necessarily our job to overcome their bias, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean it is and it isn't, but like for you you, if you're a rep if you're a rep for Forest River and you're you're out there prospecting dealers, you gotta overcome the objections of why Forest River over manufacturer B. Right? If both if all th- if all you know, the major three manufacturers are in there trying to prospect them, why why us? So that's that's one thing that marketing doesn't really get to do. I mean, yeah. we might help yeah. with some sales decks and things like that yeah. to pretty it up, make it look a little bit better. But beyond that, it's it's really up to the sales it's rep the to drive it home. And yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's where the the powerful that's that's where that like cake comes from. Like you yeah. made the cake, hmm. and then to keep it going, you know, you have the marketing team at your back dressing it up, yeah. dressing it up. Sales is the nitty gritty engineering of a sale itself. Yeah, mm. you know, and having the wherewithal to know which path to go on with each individual sales opportunity. You know, um, you know, I made so many, it's funny. I, I found some emails from probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Probably 10 years ago. Or so, and I don't know how I got them. They're in my old like Gmail account or something. And this guy that inquired about some services that we needed and, you know, I immediately say, let's get together, let's talk. And I went through all the process of, of trying to show them what we do, what we're about and all that stuff. And at the very, very end, after I think we had a couple in-person meetings and getting the details down and I put together a proposal and did the proposal at the very end of it. But I didn't, I didn't talk about cost at all the whole time. Mm. You know, I didn't even, even mention it, you know, cause, and I did that quite a bit way back when. Because you know, I, I automatically assumed that they'd be on board with it. Hmm, yeah. but then I figured, you know, and now I, I take the complete opposite approach. You know that. Yeah. I do the complete opposite approach. Yeah, like the first cost. thing we're going to do is talk about cost. The yeah. very first thing. Either, either it's going to be in an email or a call or in person if you can. I mean, it's going to be yeah. very, very quick. Now, not in a, you don't want to be a jerk about anything. Yeah, but yeah. to kind of put that in there, and I've got some emails that I use quite a bit when talking about those. And to basically, you, you pin them exactly where, they, where they're going to fall in. And eager responses all across the board. One response would be, oh, no, that's absolutely out of I, the price Yeah, range. I can't yeah. do that at all. Yeah. Well, okay, well, sorry. You know, come back when you're ready to spend some money. Um, or you might get, yeah, that sounds about right, sounds reasonable. Okay, let's go. 
or sometimes they, if they don't respond, you can still work it, but you, mm-hmm. you got to make sure that you, you got to put it out there and make sure they know that well, there's a, something there, yeah. you know? And yeah. so that's, that's, that's part of it. Well, that's that B2C coming in right there. Cause they're a consumer. Oh they're, yeah. They're thinking with their bottom line, just like yep. we think with our pocketbooks, like, you know, I had to get a tree removed. I called like eight, eight different tree companies. Jeez. And I was like, Hey, what's your best price for this tree? They all came out to my house. They all, you know, I had, I had the super high, very expensive. And then I had, you know, mid-level and I had very low level. And then I dug in, I actually did my research on each company and I was like, okay, which one has the highest rating, the most, the best reviews, you know, and I actually ended up going with one of the cheaper ones and they did a great job. Yeah. 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 And most of the response I've gotten back when I take that very upfront, transparent approach, they, they like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The vast well, majority sure. of them really like yeah, that. Just because you yeah. Exactly. Transparency is huge. Transparency, I would argue, is one of the most important changes coming in the business world and mm. in, in 3.0 business world. You know, you got, I mean, let's, we talked about crypto a little bit upstairs, but, you know, if you're going to eliminate the transparency side of it and just, you can, you're going to establish a whole different level of trust. Because then they can see everything behind it yeah it is a lot of cloud and i get there's privacy i get there's privacy concerns we talked about that you know medical stuff things like that but <laughs> you know we won't talk about that yeah yeah but if you no one needs to know about that. no one needs to know about that <laughs> you guys are looking at me yeah. no tim <laughs> i made a joke guys it's all good you don't need it. it's an inside joke he's a jokester i am yeah yeah. Anyways, that, that, I'll I, address that on another podcast. Me being a jokester, Scott's medical moment. Uh, we'll call it. Okay, Scott's medical moment. We should do. We should have segments. Yeah. Do you have a segment? Do you do? Do you ever do segments? Do like, it right now. You could do it. What's a segment? We can do? Oh, I do. Um, Fat or future. Well, you don't. Have, do we have a uh, something to talk about with that? Or where, where's that girl <laughs> that does called? those? Those. It's fad or future. Is this going to be a fad or is this going to be the future? Oh, oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I, but, but, she sent me one. Oh really? Um, a long time ago and it wasn't i was supposed to do it but now i totally forgot that. oh you got your phone too close to oh yeah. malfunction cell signals getting interrupted the timmons podcast network's going down <laughs> we got problems i mean she sent this to me april 17th you want to listen to it yeah okay we'll do it fat future usually i have it like queued up actually i could queue it up if you want to give me two seconds i'll queue it up and then send it to uh we'll have to we'll have to fill we'll have to fill time here we'll have to, that's um, fine We'll have to just keep talking about random nonsense. Do I throw it in Slack? I can we could talk about Nebraska football. Oh, yeah. How are you guys going to do this year? Uh, we'll do well, I think. I'm hopeful for my Irish. I'm hopeful. Got a tough, new coach. Tough one out of the gate, though. Got a new coach. Yeah, I got a tough, tough one, one out, out of the gate. gate. Got you, a tough game out of the gate. You can take that loss and recover. Yeah, oh, for year. sure. The yeah. first game of the year, you can recover hard. Yeah. But if we win it, imagine that momentum it builds up. That would be good. That right? would be good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We have a tough. We Notre Dame has a tough schedule this year. I'd say it's up there. I've not looked at it in depth. Yeah, it's a tough schedule. I looked at it and I was like, "Dang, this is probably one of Notre Dame's hardest schedule they, they've ever had." Have they changed conferences. So no, they're, they're still like they're still independent, but they have to play five ACC games a year. Okay. And I think this is the first year where they start playing two SEC schools a year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They're they're so going to get good. swallowed up by a conference at some point. They're they have to. Yeah. Well, with big with what happened with the Big Ten. Yeah, they're going to have to at some so point. It'll happen. My question is: Is ACC big enough to become one of the big ones? So then it'll be Big Ten. It'll be SEC. SEC. 
Yeah. Pac-12, maybe? Well, the Pac-12 and Big 12 are kind of in that same, same thing. bucket where they're kind of a second-tier Power so, 5 program. Yeah. So the, the deck's not clearly shuffled yet. There's yeah. still a lot of changes. But, you have, but you, have a, you, have a Calif- you have a West Coast school joining the, the Big 10, which is wild. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It is nice. Two of them, USC, USC and UCLA. And UCLA, yeah. They got that money. They do? Got that big money. Yeah. yeah. That's a good question. It's gonna be, it'll be really good for the basketball side of things. Those aren't necessarily known for being... Like huge football schools, they they yeah, play con- hard every now and yeah. then. But yeah, conference realignment's all about football. It, yeah, it runs it runs the ship. You got you got it queued up. Yeah, okay. it's sending right now. Once it sends. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you think uh, colleges are fat or future? Colleges? Yeah. Oh more, gosh. Are we gonna I, have more colleges? In I the talked about that on, on the first podcast. I talked about that with you yeah. guys. Yeah. On about my college experience. I think I think you're gonna. See, I mean, they're too big, right? Do you think I, I think colleges I, across the board are too big? Colleges across the board, there's too much money involved. There's too they're too big. I mean, it's going to take a hundred years to change it. Hmm. I think what's going to happen is they're going to have to reshift how they provide their education, because you know the generation you know Gen Z behind us and then my kids' generation, they're calling them Gen Alpha now. Hmm. You know, college may not be for them. I'm not going to push for my kids to go to college. I think that I want them to find their their thing and go all in on it. If college is that, then yeah, go. Yeah. It's still, we're in the basement. So I know. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit. It's, it's interesting because, um, I'm a, I've been a camp counselor for a couple of years, just past couple of years. And, um, it's been high school camp. So I ask them, I ask the kids, you know what they're doing. And usually the seniors and most of them, I mean, five years ago would say they're going to college, but the majority that I've talked to this year, I don't think I know one that's going to college. See, that's that's dude, and that I think that's, that's going to continue into the future well, until college becomes that, affordable again. Yeah, past two years, I've seen the shift in the young yeah. generation. Like, wow. take, the, take this room for example. Yeah, you went to college. Yep. Yeah. What you went to college for is it what you're doing now? Pretty much. Hell no. <laughs> Me, same. You? Accounting uh, business. Something but like but that. you don't. That's really broad. Did yeah, you right? did you really learn anything at Grace? University, uh, I like college. Been the the rules, which has helped me a lot. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> but what dude, that's do day to day. Did it do anything to really? Oh no, no, no. no. You know yeah. what college did for me? It's it allowed me four years to mature. Yes, that's I true. was I not ready yeah. to enter the business world yeah. at eighteen. So I take my my two children that one just graduated, Trace, one who is entering her sophomore year, and you know Trace, he went to college because he just he wanted a degree. You know, yeah, yeah. He started his own business before even started yeah, college. Yeah, did pretty well with that. He didn't really need it. He no, just got to get didn't. the degree. He's skilled. It was basically free. IOSB commuter. He did it smartly. Yeah, he, he did. did. Really smart. He did it really now, smartly. Maya, for example, she's going to Bethel College, and she she's gonna be a, she's gonna be a teacher. So you got to go be a Bethel teacher. College is a private school. It teachers is. Don't, teachers don't make very much. Well, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's. We'll cross the bridge when we get they there. Get That's other um, schools for our future. Yeah, but she 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 has a mission. She wants to be yeah. a teacher. She yeah. views that as that's kind of her calling. Sure. She loves kids. What she does sure. in summer, she's just camp counselor and all that stuff. So, and she loves college. Loves the college life. A lot of great friends she got through college. Okay. And so it's it's a net positive for her. Sure. Across the board. Yeah. For Trace is negative. So it's. I would want to ask her that question in in ten years. Or once she gets her, or when she, she's out of college. Now, does she have like scholarships and where it's going to be like financially affordable for her? Yeah, it's financially affordable for her because 
because of me, you basically, sure. you know? And so, um, it's, but a lot of people don't have that opportunity. But she has friendships that will last forever that she would yeah. look back and say, yeah, college. Now for me, it was a mixed bag because like I have expensive friendships. Well, yeah. I have college friends that I'm still close to. Sure. And it, it was awesome experience from the non like academic side. Sure. From the class academic side, it wasn't, it was okay. But yeah. at, so what if we just create like an, a, like, let's create like an apprenticeship, an, an apprenticeship, yeah. like through the colleges, like actually get kids paid to go to college. Yeah. And to learn about businesses, yeah, and so build their own businesses, and then how to yeah, and how to build their own businesses, and how to make things better. Because like, I, I personally feel like, you know, I, the, you know, this question gets asked all the time: What's the meaning of life? Right? Like, oh, I know what it is, but go ahead. tacos. Ta- oh, dude, tacos for sure. <laughs> tacos are so good. Like that's a legit answer. And or burritos. Yeah. Mexican food in general. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, that's yeah. my problem. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, but no, so like, is it not part of our existence to pass on our knowledge mm. to the next generation? Is it not part of our reasoning to live to help the next generation succeed and do better? Yeah, but did you listen to the past generation? Did you? I didn't. <laughs> I Dude, I, I listen to them every day. Yeah, that's true. I and I hear them every day. Yeah. I, I listen. You listened. Okay. Well, I mean, so, so a lot of it's, so by, you're it's, a Gen it's, it's osmosis. It's osmosis. You're you know, a Gen Xer, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. We're both millennial. You're like the tail end of millennial. Mm-hmm. I'm like a middle of the group millennial, and so so you're close to the Gen Z vibe. But you know, I I every chance I get to teach someone younger than me, I'm jumping all in at it. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, I'm gonna pass my knowledge that I know. You don't have to listen to it. Sometimes you have to learn for yourself. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, man. you know, there's so many things that come to my mind that I'm like, man, my mom or my dad told me this. Yeah. And I was too, I was too much of an idiot to listen. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of that. There's a lot of it. And then, so you have to do some experience. But for those that do listen and then improve, like, I mean, think about where the internet was 20 years ago. I know, it's crazy. Was the internet a fad? I remember that conversation happening. Internet's a fad. It's yeah. going to go away. Oh, my, my why dad, would you want to buy? Why would you buy anything that. online? Yeah. I don't think this inter- the inter- internet thing's going to take off, as I said. I don't, I don't think it's going to take off. But you know what? That's when I'm, see, people said that about TikTok to me yeah. two years ago. Well, I didn't think it, I they were it like they were off. like Joe. Why the hell are you on TikToks with thirteen-year-olds that dance? Yeah, and I was like, no, I'm going to put one of the largest manufacturers in the world on it. Yeah, and then now we seven hundred thousand followers later. Yeah, ah. and China knows all about your business. <laughs> well, they know <laughs> that, what they know our floor plans. Cool <laughs> and for all public information. Joe's TikTok. Yeah. Oh, oh hell no. A lot of it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it, it, I would say that it. I would argue that it helped bring an exposure they never had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it, I would say it helped influence. I mean, I, I actually know for a fact it helped influence sales. Really? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you got to be the leader and innovator. And that's, and when there's three other competitors or two other big competitors, like you need, what's your yeah. edge? Yeah. And for you guys, part of that's TikTok. I mean, it's a, a number of things. Yeah. That's one thing. Do you have that thing up yet? It didn't go across. What's the, the question? You know the question? No clue. You, you can't even just play it, it like, just play it like. You guys ready? Just read, the it. Speaker. just read it. No, it's a, it's a, Play video? I can't do it because of the. If you play it, I think that sound will go away. Okay. Play it. Yeah. Put it up to the mic. Okay, one more try. Let me go one more try. Oh, I hear that. This is Fatter Future. This is from Elisa. Hey, Tim and Lincoln. Fatter Future is back, and this week we're talking about 3D printers. It seems like recently people have been getting more and more into 3D printing 
and buying a 3D printer for your home has become a little bit more accessible. So what are your thoughts? Do you think 3D printers are going to be a fan, or do you think they're going to be hanging around? They're they're here for the long haul. I think so too. They're yep. here for the long haul. Yeah. I mean, there there are construction companies investing millions of dollars on cement 3D printers. Yeah. That's a bad question. <laughs> no offense. No, there's no bad questions, but uh, like, it's one of those things where I can see like future. I can see one of the some of the you know no offense to the older generation, but like it's not the way things were done. Well, so it, why? Yeah. And it's I mean there there's a learning curve to learning how to use it. You know, what I mean, if yeah. you don't know how to get onto yeah. Facebook, you're not going to be three D printing something. Also, I mean, if they if they outlaw guns, they'll take off. Oh, I mean, they are. Did you see the adoption <laughs> in Houston? Yeah. yeah. Well, time out. Hear about that? They're never outlawing guns. I let's know. get let's go there real fast. That's not happening. <laughs> they may try. It's not happening in our generation. I don't. I mean, I don't care your political leanings. It's it's in it's not in any political affiliation's best interest to outlaw guns. Period. It won't happen. They're trying. I don't know if it'll happen in our generation. The coordinated effort is not there to try. Yeah, it's there's possible. not enough. There's not enough on the left to that care that hard. Yeah, yeah. And I know I'm on the left. Yeah. So <laughs> that's unfortunate. How far? How far left are you? I'm pretty damn centered. Yeah. Ah. I'm like I'm I like know. so like this is the center of like you know you got you got right and left here like I'm this spring. Yeah. So you're <laughs> basically right wing. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm right wing. I'm exactly. I'm like I'm right wing. <laughs> like super far right. Yeah, is what I'm an like, extremist. Is what I'm hearing right yeah. now. Yeah, it's funny because like when we were friends, I mean, we were both on totally different spectrums. Yes, yeah. but I feel like maybe that's changed a little bit. Both of us, I'm gone yeah. more center. You've gone more center. Yeah, I would argue that most of the country is centered. Yeah, I think you're right. I would say most of us are centered. We're we all we really want is just to live a peaceful, happy life, and yeah, you know, like kind of do you. As long as, you know, my big thing is like, don't impede on my life. Right. You know, don't, don't come to my doorstep and try to change my mind because that's just going to piss me off more. Now that sounds very libertarian. It is. No, libertarians have some shit going on with them. (laughs) They do. They do. I'm more libertarian more than I've ever been. No, I do believe that government is actually beneficial. Yeah. And when run. Correctly. Correctly. Correct. Yeah. I think they're too big right now. I think they're. I think they're too work. big. I think there's too. There's not enough transparency. Yeah. I think there's too much shit they hide behind the scenes. Yeah, they're buying golden toilets. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, it's, it's forty thousand dollars toilet. It's but like, you have you have like so. One think? of the things that boggles my mind about if we're gonna get down the political hole for a second is like you know you have the right claiming to be like veteran advocates and the military and right like that's what the right leans on that stance. It used to be yeah. And but then. Every chance that the right gets to pass a bill to actually help veterans, yeah, they don't care. But then they increase the military budget, yeah. And then if you go look at the military budget, you'll be like, oh, they're forced to buy eight hundred dollar combat boots. Yeah, I bet you can buy better. I bet you can find just as good combat boots for hundred bucks. Oh yeah, or who knows what? Yeah, there's the, the no bid contracts are no. If if good Nikes cost a hundred dollars, yeah. I guarantee you a good pair of, pair of combat boots cost maybe two hundred. Maybe two hundred, but eight hundred dollars per pair of combat boots. Maybe they have lasers that shoot out of them. Now that's okay. If they have lasers that shoot out of them, yeah, okay, eight hundred bucks, cool. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm just yeah. not for war. Like, I'm why? Why war. are we sending this much budget? Like, I'm coolest. Yeah. We have an eight hundred billion dollar budget. Right, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. That's something that just boggles my mind. Like, you want to fix the world? Oh no, we're Take not fixing it. Bit. We're controlling it. <laughs> are we? Uh, not well. <laughs> yeah, all I know is both both sides right now suck. Yeah, 
Hardcore. 100%. Yeah. Oh, there's and no the, and, and we got to remove lobby. And they're both We got to move lobby groups. Lobby groups. That, yeah. Dude, I, if I had $8 million sitting in my bank account, I could go spend a million dollars to say, hey, go support this law, and I'll donate a million dollars to your super PAC. And they would be like, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to see it. that. I want to see that million dollars in the bank before I support the law, though. So stupid. Yeah. No. Screw that. Well, no. Yeah. Both are corrupt. I mean, both. Oh, sides. both sides. I, you know, you got Nancy Pelosi over there. Like she's she's left. She's Nancy Democrat. Crenshaw. She both. She is doing like she's blatantly doing insider trading. Yeah. Like so it's right in front of our face, and it's right there. So is Dan Crenshaw. And you're which like is Republican. Both are the top two are very blatant. And you're just like, and then we let it happen. Yeah. Blows my mind. I'm just watching. It blows my mind. Yeah. Blows your mind. And we're not doing anything. We're not saying anything. And how do we say it? Like, what? What am I gonna do? Get on Facebook? And fuck Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah. That's not gonna do shit. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm or, not gonna go storm the Capitol. You, you could do it. That's what I'm saying. January sixth changed my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, that was an awakening. January sixth. Just, just, just joking. <laughs> January fourth, January seventh, January sixth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to when we we're at forty four minutes. Oh shit! Uh, no, I think video. my camera probably ended. Yeah, sorry. Oh, now we yeah. can really talk. Now we can really talk. Now we go oh. to the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would go crazy. Yeah, I don't want to knock that lady that did the uh, the question. I I I wanted a question that would like cause like division among us. Oh, it pushed us right to political guns. for sure. <laughs> well, but you, the, the question didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. The, the the question didn't do it, but it yeah. roundabout way it got there, I guess. Yeah. The, yeah. They were doing a gun buyback program in Houston and a guy printed a bunch of guns. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. And went and made like $9,000. Dude, but that's the shit that's like they didn't put the rules in. Yeah. So he, of course, they he changed could it. Do it. It's changed. Okay. It's entrepreneur. Yeah. That's entrepreneurship. Fantastic. 100%. I love it. I, I believe in that capitalism can be a great thing if you remove greed. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> I believe what runs like if, in, if you didn't, they didn't think to put in the rule about don't print guns. Right. So, yeah, he deserves them. 100%. And, yeah. and they're getting the guns off the street. Yeah. Those 600 guns he had or whatever. <laughs> they're not functioning, though. <laughs> well, they're functioning. <laughs> they're basically squirt guns. They yeah. basically are. And he made bank off of it. Hey, hey, can't yeah. can't blame him there. I know. It's, yeah. it's wild. No, but, you know, going on the, the left versus right thing, you know, guns is one of those things where, like, I believe that you should have a gun. You should own a gun if you want to, as long as you're properly trained to. Like, if I have to get a driver's license and wait nine months to drive a car and take a test, why the hell don't I have to at least take a test on owning a gun? Yeah, Yeah, I've said that before. They should take people through the same thing you take when you're driving stuff. Yeah, Yeah. and and people, and then the argument that I always get is, Oh, but but how how will we fund it? How will we fund it? I was like, shit, we already have the BMV and DMV yeah. in most states. Yeah. Run it through the BMV and DMV and give them an extra million dollars per per state. That's only fifty million dollars, and you run this whole thing. Yeah, just that. done. I don't know if I like the idea of all of us being registered, all gun owners being registered, like uh, on a Why? on a federal level. Why? Uh, because there's people that are saying like, let's make. I mean. Let's find everyone on that list and make sure that we know that they have guns and let's go get round them up and do stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I, and then, you're, going, you're going like Jewish concentration camp. Too. I mean, I don't, I, but there was no, no, no. There's, there's another way it's done. It's, it's the, um, you, you shut off their ability to do commerce basically because you're breaking the law. That's where the digital, the digital, I could see digital currency okay. thing is going to be our death, I think, at some point. I disagree. Think? I disagree. I think it's our future. I mean, we already well, have digital currency. We have digital currency. You have Venmo. You have Apple Cash. You have, I mean, you have all those. You're, you have you have phase one of digital currency already in place using the fiat system. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying digital currency that is connected 
to an individual at a government level. Oh, that's what I mean. Well, I mean, aren't we already? Because most banks are USD, like you, like they're already insured. Well, they're, like, they're trying to push through the the one world banking system. You know, the the Klaus Schwab guy, he's trying to do that, and so it's 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 a bit of a mess. You know, I mean, I think we're gonna no eventually. I mean, I think that's what humans are going towards in general, and have been going towards for centuries. I mean, we you know we started as tribalism, and then. I mean, we We're still have a tribalism. Empire. There's always been that ev- yeah. empire, a whole global empire. We've always that's the focus. I mean, yeah. But think about like let's 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 again. let's turn it and go into like some sci-fi movie stuff really quick. Like, so you know, the one futuristic show that or movie that's like actually hopeful is Star Trek, where like the world came together. I know nothing. Well, it, okay, so if you know nothing about sci-fi or Star Trek, like it's where we actually came together as a species, and we are going out and exploring the universe, and or the galaxy, I should say, and it, it, it's the only futuristic movie that's set in the future that is where we have unified. Unified. Mm. It doesn't matter your race, religion, sex, age, pronoun, whatever. That we've overcome those obstacles. Yeah. And we are like, hey, we are human race, going out, going out. Yeah, I just, yeah, it could, it could be I, possible, and that's a hopeful future for me. Yeah, like It'll, I think that'll be. Nice. You just have to figure out how do we make sure that not a small group of people is controlling the whole human race. Like, how do you make sure that ten people aren't running it? Because ten people can't make decisions for me. Yeah, I mean the Illuminati are running everything. Like, they've that, right? been running it for, yeah. but yeah, I I will say <laughs> with, with Scott, what you were saying about the digital currency, I thought that about the internet. I'm like, man, we're just screwed. But I've seen as the internet's aged and developed, like there are avenues that we never thought about that are opening up. I think that's going to happen with digital currency. Like, there's going to be a way for us, it, like cash. It, you can't tell what's happening with cash. Like it's. Like, it's very easy to launder cash. Yeah. Cash is dirty. I mean, cash is. Uh, that's why I like it. I mean, that, it used dirty. to be. Like it, it used to be gold coins. Uh, you know, that used to be bronze, silver, whatever, right? right? Now that's gone. Yeah. And I bet you people back in the 1600s were like, oh no, paper will never replace wow. actual coins. 1800s. And now, yeah. do you guys do you like coins? Yeah. Like if I get coins, I'm putting it in the tip jar, guaranteed. Or oh, the really? little take a penny, leave a penny. Oh. I don't care if it's quarters. I'm putting it right in there. Oh, no. I hate. Change. I'm in, I'm indifferent towards coins. I don't. They spend white. They spend. They spend the same, but they're annoying. Yeah. How else do you buy bubble gum, dude? <laughs> I gotta have quarters. I will say my that that is a downside <laughs> to having a millennial parent that just hates money, like yeah, paper money and yeah, coin I, money. I, I think you look at. I think you can look at. Canada is a good model to look at in a in a bad way because Trudeau's he's he's nuts in the head. Um, no, he's not. He's, debatable. He's to where. I've never seen such good blackface in my life. I'm oh, that's debatable. He's a wonderful help. But there's, there are some people that do like him a lot. Yeah. Well, those those people yeah. are on the people. crazy train. There are too. Trump people that like. Well, if you like, like Trump, if you like freedom, <laughs> then you're on the wrong train for Trudeau because he is. He is I, I haven't most, done enough into yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, research his dad, his dad, <laughs> Che Guevara, and then him, and you'll. <laughs> so why can't we say the same thing for Trump then? Research Trump's dad, who is a complete piece of shit, and oh, yeah. and then research Trump, who's not much better. Well, but, Reese, I mean, the, the same thing could be said about him. I mean, I'm not going to say that Joe Biden's yeah. right in the head because there's something going on with him mentally. And I think <laughs> it's like debilitating to the point where it's like debilitating to him. And I think it's he worse than it was two years ago. I don't know what it is. It, yeah. Early onset dementia and they're trying their best to control it. But it's Illuminati. It's the Illuminati. <laughs> Are we on Biden now? Are we on Biden? Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to be balanced. Like Trump's Biden's not any better than Trump, but. Yeah, I think we have to change. Objectively, say that Trump would be better. 
I'm not saying he's a great person, but I would just say objectively, Trump would probably be running stuff a little bit better than Biden. Yeah, it's debatable. I think that's debatable. It is debatable. debatable. Yeah. 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 I'm Trump inherited a good economy from Obama. Yeah. We're not in a recession. That's for sure. (laughs) But it's debatable that the recession was caused by printing tons of money. Yeah. By Trump. 100%. Yeah. No, Trump put, put Biden in the best spot. I just think Trump may have made a better decision on a lot of different things. Like, we're at war with Russia. We're about to be at war with China. Like, we're... We've always we're been... We're going at, into... Dude, we've, the Cold War, I mean, we've been at odds with Russia since they fell as the... But all the other Soviet powers Union. are looking, and they're seeing a very weak leader. I don't know. I think you still look at America as a whole... And they see that Americans are just absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. And they're they like, are. maybe we just don't fuck with America. <laughs> yeah. America goes hard. We're not sure what the pronouns are. So we're not even <laughs> we don't know what, like, <laughs> that, like, like, look at it, though. You have the right protesting. You have the left protesting. Both they're both up in arms about whatever their cause is. Yeah. And you look at that and you're like, okay, now if we become the unified enemy, oh, shit. Yeah. If they can. Yeah. I think that was the... I think if Trump were in office right now, I think some of the shenanigans that like Putin, Putin wouldn't have done if Trump was in office. Because I think I think that's Putin's just not a, right in the head either. Oh, no. oh, yeah. Why don't disagree with you on that? Yeah. He's, he's a murderer. He's, uh, a he's a religious nut too. Yeah. So right. you could say that of all of our presidents. You know, I mean, if you yeah. talk to people that grew up in the Midwest or in the Middle East, like they have they have legit reasons to hate America. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they murdered families and 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 like just casual, you know, civilian casualties. Yeah. Problem is, like, can you imagine like if you're if you grew up, born and raised Middle East, that's your place where you like you feel the same about there that you do here, but we were war ravaged. Yeah. And an out of a country from across the sea came came and bombed and like your mom, dad, or sister, brother, a little bit, and then. Gave you a bunch of money and guns, but they gave it to the wrong people. Then they just destroyed the whole economy, destroyed everyone. Sounds like, like what I we're doing to Ukraine. Like I sympathize. <laughs> but here's the deal. Everybody still wants to be like us, and everybody wants to come to us. I mean... Yeah, that's interesting. It is... It is... If you want a future that is the best for your freedom and family, your dream is to come to the United States. That, that's the lifelong dream. People die trying to get in this country. Oh, Literally, for they sure. die trying to get in. For sure. So yeah. we're doing something right. I mean, no, I'm not saying yeah. we're not doing everything wrong. There's, and there's, there's a lot of good things happening. There's, there's for sure. Ones. I mean, America, boil it down, America's a great country. Yeah. No matter its differences. <laughs> Unified. But, but its differences is what makes it kind of special. Yeah. Now, if we could just, yeah. all I would ask for is more empathy and sympathy yeah. Love. on both sides. Yeah. To the point where I don't think we should build a wall. I think we should open up our borders. That's a left-leaning stance. Yeah, very left-leaning. Just but wide open. I mean, the people that are tweaking on my porch right now, none of them are Mexican. I love my Mexican neighbors. They're the ones that are like the chillest out of anyone here. So I'll more, say this: more of those, less tweakers. Let's take all of our tweakers and send them to Mexico. <laughs> Let's take all the good Mexicans and bring them here. Or how about, we just, make Ma- how about we just make Mexico part of America? <laughs> yeah, just- yeah, or make America part of Mexico. But, you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, maybe not. I don't I, know. In a lot of these situations, there's there's no good, right, easy answer. No, it's absolutely not. There is no one answer, and we're not going to solve it in Tim and basement. When That's it comes to the border sure. stuff, I, I, I use the phrase, I don't know if I came up with it. I probably heard it somewhere, but I like... Big tall walls, but big wide doors. Mm. 
meaning that it, it's, we're going to make it extremely secure, but we're going to let a lot of people through. Yeah. But you, you have fair. you have to do it in some sort of law and order type way. You, you we just can't have people getting in kayaks, you know, risking their lives to get or across this thing. You, like it has to be some. It has to be some sort of. Yeah. We shouldn't make people risk their lives. Is what you're saying? It should be really well, but the good people. But you should. Them. But the people that are legitimately. But it's so easy to to hide because of privacy. Mm-hmm. Because of the current system, but if everyone was on the cryptocurrency system and you had to be banked in, you had to have your part. You had to be part of the blockchain. Like, think about the the possibilities of being able to be like, oh no, you've done some fishy shit in your life. You're not coming. Yeah, yeah. But if you're like, hey, no, you've done a lot of really good things. Uh, we can tell that you've struggled. You know, hey, you're gonna get on a six month visa. Yeah. And then after six months, we'll review it. Yeah. And then you can keep working through the steps. Yeah. You know, think about if there was a, like, because let's face it, like, there's a job shortage in America because the baby boomers retired, right? Mm-hmm. They're retiring. And um, and millennials are not producing at the same level that boomers did. Yeah. And then We're Gen not Z's not producing. even, yeah, yeah, Gen Z's I, even less. I did three times. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. Working on I, it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a rarity to have two kids. Yeah. You know, now I would say the Midwest. You know, uh, we're not, a little not right here though. Not here. No, Midwest is different. Yeah, you know, three, not, four kids is probably average around the Midwest. County. Yeah. But you go to the you go to the cities where like majority of the population Chicago, lives. Chicago, you New go York, to New York, yeah, yeah, LA, yeah, yeah. Or you go to even like, you go to like Austin, Texas, Dallas, yeah. Texas. To those millennials, which they're hurt, not. Which hurts the left because they're not reproducing. Correct. So it's going to become more conservative. Because of that, oh, that's fascinating. So that that that, yeah. that hurts them. It's you know, it's interesting. That goes back to I, what I our life purpose is, right? What you yeah. think? Yeah, pushing on our knowledge, like that's interesting. Have you ever seen Idiocracy? Yeah, no, I've heard of it. I've not uh, seen it. So okay, so the very like first five minutes of the movie, I it's saw that. Like I saw an that. interview between yeah, like yeah. this like really wealthy organized couple that's like you'd be like they're like the ideal lifestyle of America. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. and then you have this uh, you know blue collar family that just reproduces 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 and yeah. he has like eight girlfriends and yeah. they have like 30 <laughs> yeah. kids and they're dumb as a box of rocks and so that's how like that's how idiocracy happens is you have the people that like want to push we for work education here yeah we got yeah. this uh, and so like, they're very careful so like whenever my wife and i or you know whenever we say like gatorade or if, if the word electrolytes <laughs> ever comes up we say oh it's what plants need that's, what <laughs> plants need, yeah. that's a good movie it's it's low-key it's it's legit movie yeah i didn't know it was the, the guy who produced it is the guy who produced beavis and butthead yeah and king of the hill yeah oh mike judge yeah. yeah mike judge mike judge yeah yeah no it's funny yeah. i showed it to my uh office space 16 year old nephew the other day yeah. Oh, he thought it was so funny. That's a good movie. It is. I love Office Space. Yeah, Office Space is a fantastic movie. Here's All the top favorite I had. I've watched half of that, and you finish it. Yeah, you got to. But do you think we're going to become more like states, states-oriented rights? Like, I, ho- I hope so. Like as as America continues to kind of get a little bit more. But that would be. But wouldn't that go the opposite direction of trying to can create like fine? a unity? Yeah, but what if we were like Indiana's like. We need more workers. We don't care if you come to the wall in Texas. We'll fly you over. <laughs> we'll fly as many people. Because yeah. could we get to that point? You think where you know? I think the federal government does need to step in. It. I mean, my my belief personally is like establish some ground rules. Hmm. Like we can't just go create our own finance system in Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Like that would fuck the world. That would fuck America. That there are fuck, certain yeah. things the federal government has to do. Yeah, you know, like defense. We can't have our own little. Armies, correct. Depending. So right. there's things you have to do, but there's been a lot of things that's been relegated yeah. to 
the federal government when it should be a state issue. Sure, that's the whole thing. Roe Ro, Ro, Ro versus right. Wade. Yeah, was the, the it, debate right now it, is it should be a it should be a state issue. Yeah, and it was faulty that it it was. Um, Regardless of what you feel you could, about morality of it, it's like it, that that should be a state issue because states are very different. Sure. North Dakota and California, those are two different worlds. Correct. I mean, yeah. they're like on different planets. Yeah. You can't have you the know? Illuminati controlling both. <laughs> you should let the Illuminati. Exactly. North Dakota. I, I like local. The more local. <laughs> the, local the local North Dakota Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. They're called Masons. Yeah. Mason. The more local, the better. Better. I mean, some of the most important elected positions. Are the local ones city council? You know, yeah, city council, especially in like Vegas sheriff. and like some of the bigger cities. Yeah, like it, it makes a big deal. School board positions, school board positions, stuff like that. There's a you know? yeah, a lot. I mean, but this gets down to the 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 map drawing of your districts. That's a problem. Oh yeah, that's a problem, and it's been a problem. And you know, unfortunately, the shift. Well, it it con- so like have, if you look at some of the districts in like let's use Georgia for example. Okay, you look at some of the districts in Georgia. They will have like the suburb of Atlanta, and then they'll stretch 18 miles of highway to another suburb. Really? And they'll like avoid all of the like the the lower income areas along the highway. What? And so like your district. It's not blocks. It's not blocks. No, it's like these absolute outlandish. Like go look at Texas and Florida and Georgia. Look at their. Arizona, I was looking at Phoenix the other day, and Phoenix was like a bunch of small in the middle, and then it just got bigger as it went out, which is that desert kind of makes land. Sense. Yeah, yeah. It, now it, I, it is based on population. I think they should be determined by local media markets, because what happens is it, it's so kind of disjointed in how they draw these lines that you have someone in a local area, but their local TV station is from like another station because they're they're closer to that one. They yeah. should be closer like to the other one. Yeah, you know it's kind of weird yeah. how they do that. Yeah, and both sides do that. They play this game with their power. The one yeah. that's in power is going to draw the lines, and the, the one that's not going to get screwed. So yeah. it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is really gerrymandering is a thing. Yeah, I think we need to fix it in lobby groups. Fix gerrymandering lobby groups, you'll fix a lot of problems. Yeah, and I also think unions for uh, government employees. I don't know if I really like that. Unions for government. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I we see need to abolish those. Like the police unions have a place. Have a union. You need yeah. to have a place in, in our society, the public, sure. in the public sector, but not in the government sector. Like, if you have a cop who is a, not a great cop, like he shouldn't be saved because he's part of a union. Yeah, like I'll tell you this: you get rid of that, you know? the union, the teachers' union in the state of Indiana. Yeah, and I don't care if you are part of that union; like, you're worthless. <laughs> like you have, you yeah. have not defended my mom. You've not defended my wife. You've wow. not defended friends. You've yeah. not. I mean, there's case after case after case after case that I can name right now. That I've like, why do you even exist? Right. How do you really feel? <laughs> That's one of those things. Yeah. But there, but unions still hold a value, and I'm like they, saying, I'm not saying they don't. Like during like coworkers, like yeah, yeah. there there are even some, some of those really hard where public sector. it is valuable. It's not near as valuable as what it once was years ago because the federal government regulation. Yeah, they came in. They said, hey, you can't have children work for you. Yeah. So you had to have some sort of group to get together. We could collectively do this sort of thing. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll go back to children working for us when we don't have anyone working. We're gonna have to have children working at McDonald's so that we. Can I, mean, I don't like Amish. I don't like child labor laws. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of, yeah, especially being like related to the Amish, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, when I, I worked when I was eleven years old, yeah. I started working. Yeah. It would I couldn't do that today, you know. I mean, it depends if your family owns a business. Yeah, maybe. You have to be 14 to work? Is it 14, 15? Do you have a lot of Amish? Yeah, it's like, yeah, they like, um, 
segment of the, you can only work so many hours Forest so River. late yeah yeah there's a there's a there's a large amish population that do you have certain in, in the rv industry in general do you have like certain plants that are amish plants there there are plants that are way more amish populated than others but we i mean some of our goshen plants like they they get bust in or not bust in but like vanden in yeah um depending on like you know one of our goshen plants is um the ops manager he's amish and so he brings in like a lot of his family and friends and relatives yeah. and his church yeah church yeah and then there's but they all know each other like you know, I graduated Dale Carnegie recently, and one of the ops managers for Jayco was at our graduation because he had relatives graduating from Forest River, the Dale Carnegie class. And it was funny because he he went up there and was like, I know you're all my competition, but, you know, bettering yourself is better for the world. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, do you have kids that are, I mean, I don't know if you can say it, but I know like some. I mean, some of them look like they're 10. Yeah. Like, because they're just <laughs> naturally young looking. Yeah. But. They're midgets. <laughs> yeah, oh, some my, of them are. I can't say that you can, can I? Say it. No, uh, it's little people. Offensive, but whatever. Midget tossing, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> now we're going down a path. Um, <laughs> no, but lawsuit. yeah, there's definitely it's a, it's a high. You know, I mean, I would say I always get asked, you know, why is the RV industry located in northern Indiana, Elkhart County, concentrated? Um, and I would say it's because the Amish population. Like I think it originally started because they got their kind of base off building cargo trailers. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And that really hit off. And then, like, I think they got requests to add, like, bathrooms and bed to those. And they're like, oh, well, let's just make it like a, an RV. Like, then th that's how RVs got started up. Yeah. And so, because RVs for the longest time were only, like, caravans that you drove. Right. And then they became towables. Uh, how, how, um, how much of the factory is working right now? It's not, I mean, obviously, the industry is down as a whole. Yeah. Um, but, but what I'm, you know, I'm looking at all the statistics we're on, we're on the same track for 2017 and that was a record year in 2017. We were staffed to build 650,000 units. We built 600,000 last year. We were staffed to build another extra 50,000 in the industry. And then the spigot kind of turned off consumers inflate. There's a lot of different things that kind of mixed together. Yeah. Um, and they stopped buying, so consumers high, high stopped buying. High gas prices. High gas prices. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different stuff that happened. A lot of uncertainty into what's going on. Like now that now that remote travel, like offices started making people come back. Schools stopped being remote. A lot of the remoteness stopped, and so I think that's part of the problem too. I don't think it's just high gas prices. That's a good question. Fat or future? Remote. Remote work. I think it's going to continue. I just see. I see more and more people. Yeah. I I think it was big, and it's and it's now contracting but it's not going to contract over yeah i mean i've been remote most of my career or yeah. a, a variation of remote i call it. yeah and um i i like a hybrid approach you know i don't i don't have an office to go to these days haven't for a while i, I kind of wish i had that but i work my way around it you know i go work at places stuff like that but um yeah it's it's kind of interesting you know some people I think you're going to find people, this is a long-term approach. I think you're going to find people that are going to switch careers to go into something that can be remote yeah. because they want that freedom. Yep. Yeah. And it's going to create a, a kind of this uh, a split between workers that have to do something like building RVs. You don't, you, you have to be, in the, you don't you build have to be in the RV. Plant. Yeah. Don't yeah. build RVs remote. Yeah. You can't do that. Well, nope. I mean, once um, we get to virtual reality well, and like, they're no. controlling That's the a robot, but anyways, so, we're long. So the, <laughs> the on-site work jobs are be going, going to become less attractive, I think. Oh, for, they already are, too, especially the younger yeah. generation. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. 
You know, oh. I mean, but I will say this. So uh, as an extrovert, I enjoy being around people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the office atmosphere. Like I do. Like I, I feel I get more done. I mean, sometimes yeah. it just really depends. Like there are times when I, I can be really effective at my house yeah. or in a coffee shop or, you know, sometimes yeah. I, sometimes that change of environment is all I need. Yep. But yeah, you're right. There's some, there's some jobs that you just cannot be remote. Right. But you know, to answer your question, I think it's, it's a future. Um, because I think if we're going to get away from this, like suburban mall idea, which is happening, like all those malls are closing. Right. Right. And then downtowns are kind of becoming revitalized again. Mm -hmm. And that's better for the economy because the more small businesses you have, the better. Um, because then there's more opportunity for employment across the board versus only a set store for a larger area. Yeah. Um, yeah. A- so, so the remote, I think the remote thing is going to happen, but I think it's going to be, obviously the tech industry is going to lead, you know, but like Google's making people come back. Apple's making people come back. Yeah. I had people from SpaceX in town a couple weeks ago. But the big dogs can do that because it, those are, those are high those and are they jobs spent that are billions coveted. of dollars on offices. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not hard to get people to yeah. come work at Apple. But could you imagine like the the store uh, the commerce opportunity downtown Goshen if the law offices moved to the second floor? Mm. Yeah, it would open up. Or the a lot tax more. offices move to the second floor? Yeah, it would open up a lot more. Then you'd have all of a sudden I mean, it might not be filled right now, but you know, if the economy kicks up again and, and you fill all those needs, like there's more, there are more active businesses downtown than I remember growing up. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our downtown's bumping. I'm not a Goshen fan, as you know. Yeah. Well, you don't like the ghetto. I'm it's not a good. fan. Of, I'm not a fan of Goshen. Their, their downtown is legit. It is, and I was at Digital Hill for yeah, a long time. And there's different five, things shaking and moving. There's new stuff yeah. happening. Like there is. Whereas like Napanese downtown, owned by like two people, and and the Newmar family, like they own all of downtown. Yeah, it, it is that way. <laughs> and now they've done great work. Like Main Street Coffee, yeah. probably the best coffee house in the country. Yeah, most. Oh, I, no I think uh, most. Have you been to Embassy? <laughs> Have you been to the Wakarusa one yet? So I, I every time I drive by, it's closed. Is it open now? Oh, it's open all the time. It had <laughs> it had paper on the freaking window. Oh, that they just opened like a couple months ago. I drove by like probably a month ago, and there was paper on the window. Uh, they, and it was like eight in the morning. Uh, Maybe they temporary were. They're doing open all something. the time. Now, all the time. Um, I I, I, got a, I got a meeting there they Friday need to get on social. I follow them on social and I never see them. I don't think that's their demographic. Their th- what? I know the owners. Tell them, tell them they're missing opportunity because I am a big coffee drinker and I go to Main Street Coffee all the time and I would love a coffee shop in Wakarusa. I've said for a long time Wakarusa needs a coffee shop. They've posted, I, I've, seen, I mean, I've seen them post a few things on Instagram. I've seen, yeah. I've seen it here and there. And there's a yeah. shift like there's a shift happening in neighborhoods now where you do have, especially in the Midwest, you have younger families coming in and buying. Like we were just talking about that the other night. Like uh, when we first bought, there were four retired houses around us. Yeah. And now three of those four are well, my like, in-laws. They moved out. Yeah. And now you have a young family there. Yeah. And they have teenage kids. That's a circle of life. Yeah. It's always that way. Yeah. Yeah. So the neighborhood, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm on a country road, but there's houses, you know, every quarter yeah. mile. Yeah. Or I mean, less than that, every couple hundred feet, and we see the kind of slow shifting. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got people beside us, two down, three down, um, that have been there since a house was built, like in 1957, 1964. Yeah. You know, ours is an 80s house, but it's um, and you see them getting older, and they sell, and 
you know, uh, kind of not not necessarily young. They're not they're not starter homes because it's a premium cost because of where the location is and mm-hmm. they're big lots and mm-hmm. it's countryish. Mm-hmm. People just they love that sort of thing. Um, but you see, kind of you know, mid sized families moving to those places. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's kind of interesting to watch it watch it go. And I think the downtown thing for like a town like Napanee, um, gosh, it, it's. The cards are stacked against you. you know? But even downtown Napanee has more commerce today than it did. No, they do well. They do. Yeah. Most towns that size are do not do well. Yeah. They struggle. That's I correct. think. Listen, I yeah. Seven know. to eight thousand people live in Napanee, and, and yeah. they they support uh, six. Some big businesses. It's, no, it's seven. I think it's like seventy two hundred according to the twenty eighteen census. I think they tallied off. I think they they leveled off a little bit here and there. But um, <laughs> it's um. They're Amish. There's probably twenty of them there. Well, and there's Amish there. There's probably another sixty there. At one point, there were more. There were during the day. Yeah. There's more people than the, than like because of Gulfstream and yeah, people Newar drive and, in there. Tech, yeah. So yeah. there's like eight nine thousand people yeah. in the town during the day. Yeah. But at night, there. No, no. Go. So actually, during I think during the day, there's more than that because there are seventy two hundred residents that live in Napanese like city district. In their in the city limits. In the city limits. But I think more are there during the day. Cause oh yeah, I think it jumps all the way up to ten thousand. Yeah. Ten to twenty thousand during yeah. the day because you get all the traffic that comes through. You get my the cousin e-commerce. lives in Bourbon. He works in Napanee. Yeah. My friend, my buddy lives in Goshen. He works in Napanee. I mean, there's yeah. so many people at. Yep. Yeah. Well, Napanee has a couple big manufacturing. <clears throat> yeah. Companies. Newmar and Fairmont are the Newmar Fairmont Gulfstream. Yeah. I mean, Gulfstream's not huge, but yeah. big enough. Gulfstream's kind of the same. It was the same ownership of Fairmont years ago. Yeah. Shea, I don't think Shea so anymore. It. I don't think Shea owns No, it, uh, Can- Canva bought Fairmont. It's a mm. company somewhere. I don't I don't yeah. know a lot about it, but... Um, I'm, think, got, I'm thankful yeah, that country the downtown cabinets. are starting to... I'm thankful for the... Re- the people are doing stuff. I mean, going back to the original question, working remote, is that going to be fat or future? I think it's going to be the future, but you can go places where there's a lot of activity. Yeah. And I like the hybrid mix. Like I would like to go in for two days and then yeah. work from home for three. Yeah. Like that. And I think nice. I think internet speeds are going to be a kicker to that. Yeah. Like as internet speeds become more available yeah, and, can, and higher and better, yeah. and because you know most companies five years ago, like you had 150 megabit internet speeds, and that yeah. was like your max. Garbage. And now you're getting like one gigs. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it's not long until we get 10 gig internet speeds. The infrastructure's coming. The infrastructure's coming. It's slow, but it's coming. And once you have the infrastructure in place to make it efficient, if I can upload a couple terabytes online, heck yeah. Yeah. Well, and what we do, I mean, we just need yeah, email, I, just, basically. Yeah, email and yeah. phone calls. That's all yeah. I need. Screen, yeah. screen shares, which, yeah, not much. Yeah, for me, I mean, having to physically be with the product a lot, you, you know. Have to be in. Yeah. I mean, Are I have to travel. Hybrid? Are you hybrid? Oh, yeah, I'm hybrid. Okay. So, I mean, I... I have a really, my office, like I've, it's my, it's like the first office I'm like really proud of. Yeah. And so like I have it set up the exact way I need it so I can be highly productive there. But if I can also like, if there's a bunch of sales guys in town and they like, they come, come to sit in my office and they talk to me and I'm like, Hey guys, I love you, but I got to work. So like, I know if they're coming to town, I'm just going to be coffee shopping it or, Oh yeah. Yeah. It depends on the time of year too. So like if my wife's teaching, my kids are out of my house, they'll go to work. I'll work from home. Yeah. But if my kids are home, my wife's home, then yeah. you gotta find somewhere else. Yeah. I gotta find somewhere. Where's your office at? And where, where's the building at? Uh, it's actually off. Uh, so like 19? it's off 19. Okay. Do you know where the golf cart world is off 19? Yeah, yeah. Right across I'm the street like, there. Yeah. Right across the street. At the big forest river. Yep. Billboard. Right oh, under that stupid. Is it that building right up front? Yeah. Yours? Yeah. 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 I've come and visited you there. 
Maybe. Have you? I think so. I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe you picked something up. Yeah. But we yeah. went to Ricky's. Oh, that's right. Like yeah. All over there and went to Ricky's. Yeah. Shout out Ricky's. Do you but have a little putting green in your office? I don't. Oh, come on. No, I know a lot of people that do, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, if I'm in my office, I stand. Like, I hate sitting. Like, I'm, this is the longest I've sat in a long time, like, <laughs> outside of driving. But like I do both. I got an up and down desk. Yeah, it might goes up and down, but it's pretty much constantly in the up position. Unless I'm having meetings in my office, and then I feel like I'm superior, so I put it down to be level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I invested a lot in my whole low, lower level of our house. Um, you have a nice basement. Yeah, the basement's legit. And uh, I moved into my son's old room before he moved out, and got married. Okay. And so that's my office down there. Oh, okay. And it's I, I've probably way too much. Money you still have the hot tub that. down there? Yeah. 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 Got the whole workout area Let's going, it. so it's a hot uh, tub in his basement. He's got this little like uh, channel track, so he can actually move his standing desk to the hot tub from his office. It just rolls all the way over there. That's not he true. He can work from the hot tub. <laughs> That's not it's true. So, That's why he wants to work from home. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not used much these days. No, but what I was hot. saying, you no, know, but so I think the key to getting it to futures is so I, I had some SpaceX people come to town and about Starlink and. I talked to, I took him to, took him to Los Primos and, or, uh, yeah, the little, what used to be county seat. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we were talking and I was like, so what does Elon think of like work from home? And he's like, oh no, uh, uh-uh. no, no, no Tesla, no SpaceX. None of Elon's companies are work from home period. Really? He's like, if you can work from home, you can work from somewhere else. So, so we got to get business leader and he's a young business leader, right? Like, I mean, a lot of people like him. A lot of people hate him depending more now so than ever, but yeah, he's become way more polarized. Yeah, definitely has. He used to be more level, but you know, he's definitely on the on the on the anti work remote thing. Hmm. So, which is fine, and it's fine. Yeah, and 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 you know what? That's the thing about private business is if you don't want to be remote, fine. You don't have to. Like and you can choose to work there. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and the, and then you can go libertarian. Find a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for most of the jobs you have to be there. They're, they're building cars. Yeah. And, you know, like one of my challenges, because I allow Build my team shit. to be pretty remote. And, like, honestly, we're all just kind of naturally remote. Like, my designers are in-house with me. So I see my designers every day. Um, but my social media coordinator, like, she's out in the field all the time. My two content people are out in the field all the time. My my video editor, he's he pretty much works from his Mac at home because Force Rivers doesn't buy a Macs. Oh, and wow. so we got we have a laptop for him that he'll do some like preliminary organization stuff, and then he clouds it over to his Mac and just his Mac play. and edits on his Mac. And why won't they buy him a Mac? It's a good question. I don't know. I argued. Uh, I don't know. Now the real question Beyond is, me. when's Forest River going to get these websites? Uh, September. <laughs> We're, we are designing a new website right now. Uh, <laughs> who, who's designing the site? So in house. So Pete's a big in house guy. <laughs> um, that's He's a, we just keep business off the podcast. That's disappointing. Yeah. He's a big in-house guy, and I advocated since I started to get a new website. So that's three years of advocating, and we started developing it probably six months ago, hmm. and we've come a long way with it. Um, but I've been so hands-on with it that WordPress probably or uh, so <laughs> no they they have their own pri- proprietary code. Um, I I advocated for WordPress so that way we could do updates and stay up with like, you know, major web changes that happen. Um, but they're going a different direction, which I'm not going to argue if we get what we want. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're getting like a CMS so we can control some low level stuff. We're getting, um, you know, a lot more the, like the search 
the way you come into the site, it's just way overwhelming. And there's like multiple hamburger menus everywhere. And there's like right hamburger menus, left hamburger menus. It's just too, too confusing, even for, you know, I'd, I would say an experienced web user. Yeah. Um, so we simplified the crap out of it and we made it just so much user friendly and we've integrated like a bunch of, uh, we have some third party tools that we've purchased that will help. Like we, it's like a Google esque search feature now. Nice. So like if you type in 24 foot garage, you're going to find all the floor plans with the 24 foot garage. Yeah. It'll search it. Yeah. That's nice. So we, you know, we, we've, we've integrated a lot of things that I've thought through that I've struggled with, that I've had conversations with dealers and consumers with. I actually held a small little like uh, workshop at the Tampa show and I, you know, I met with probably about 15 owners and I just said, Hey, let's talk about the website. <laughs> and we sat there and we talked for like two hours Yeah. and they were like, well, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That sucks. This sucks. That yeah. sucks. A lot of it was, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I took all that feedback and it was like, it was a little, it was like a learning session. And I took that feedback and I brought it back to the corporate team and I said, Hey, here's the feedback I got from that little meeting we had. Yeah. And they, you know, they used it and I think we're going to grow from it and it's going to be helpful because I know like all the manufacturers are redoing their sites now. Hmm. Like I think Keystone's done two sites in two years. Oh man. <laughs> Throwing bad money. After They've bad also money. closed two plants, oh, geez. <laughs> but they were, they were scaled pretty high. <clears throat> so yeah. Yeah. And they just consolidated. So a lot of a lot from what I understand a, lot, a decent chunk of like the the group leaders some of the higher up employees like just got re mixed around to different places. So but if you like just started there yeah that kind of yeah, sucks yeah yeah part of life yeah that's how that works yeah we've done an hour and twenty yeah that's a lot should we should we wrap it Man, up let's wrap it that's a t- Scott Joe thanks for joining Timmy's podcast my we pleasure thank this. you we talked about that we talked about the future. Talked about the fads. Yeah, fads are uh, future. It's been good, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank um, you. Do you guys want to like plug anything? Um, plug Eden. EdenCreative.co. No M. Dot co. Like yeah. it. Um, if you want a website, we uh we will we design and develop the finest websites you'll ever see. Winning awards left and right these days. So. That's about it. That's all I got. You guys do any like promos for like podcasts or anything? Like, cheap cheap uh, websites for podcasts? No, sorry. No, not really. <laughs> Squarespace. Sorry. Squarespace. <laughs> sorry. Joe? Uh, I got nothing to plug. You know, my, my world is... Your TikTok maybe? I, I mean, if you want to fall, follow if you want to see some cool floor plans in a really fast, unique way, you can see, I mean, you can watch a hundred floor plans in two hours. Um, you can go to Forest River RV on TikTok. Uh, the the Facebook, Instagram, YouTube game, you know, we're a little decentralized, so we have tons of different channels. But yeah. for, TikTok is our one account that it's Forest River, and it's true Forest River. Nice. Are you making those videos? Uh, so me and three other people do. Nice. Yeah, and then we just spread the love on who posts between to, between the divisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Guys, thanks yeah. so much for thank uh, you. joining. This was thank great. Thank you, thank you. Um, catch you guys on the next Tim's Podcast. Oh, my. Podcast, my.